Hi, everyone, and welcome to the 66th episode of Dragon Quest Slime Time, a Dragon's Den podcast. This is Liam Land. And this is Pendy. Today, we're here to talk about Dragon Quest Champions. That's right. It seems to be Japan only, and the CBT for it will be starting in February. Uh, what's what's CBT? Oh, uh, that's a good question. I, I didn't really bother to look that up. In my job, it means computer-based training. Uh, yeah, but that doesn't sound right. Um, champions behavioral therapy? Mm, castle beneficiary time? Cleavage banana testicles? Client-based telemarketing? Charlie Brown technologist? Chocobo brownie tariff? Chinese boxing television? Chewbacca breakfast treatment? Cabbage bean dip top hat. Celebrity bingo tournament. Chocolate biscuit time. Mmm, biscuits. Okay. All right, calm down there, Homer. Uh, I think it actually means closed beta testing. So sadly, only people in Japan can sign up for it, and we'll go into more detail about this game later. But uh, first, I wanted to just briefly talk about treasures a little bit. So the last time we, uh, you and I chatted about treasures, uh, we had uh, Flannery from Square Enix on. Um, so I just, I haven't really gotten a chance to talk to you about Treasure since the release. So how's it going for you? Oh, pretty good. I'm still slowly but surely making my way through it. Just kind of exploring, having fun, getting treasures. I'm not super far in the game quite yet, but I'm just doing a little bit here and there. And it's a, it's a fun time. It's an easy game to kind of pick up and drop and come back to it later. And it's not a big deal because it's just a lot of exploring. It's It's a good time. Yeah, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it too. I'm, uh, I'm getting attacked by rival gangs a lot, and <laughs> I think a lot of it has to do with like the fact that I'm, I'm picking up treasure as I go, but I explore a lot in the field, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm just, I'm racking up those, you know, ten treasures, and I think maybe the more that you have, the more they attack you. I'm not sure, but it feels like every seven minutes, I'm getting attacked and having to fend off. Uh, um, but it, it, you know, I, I. I actually do love how you can put stuff on display and they'll try to steal it from you because uh, um, that means that you can put uh, horse manure on display and the, the rival gangs will come and try to steal your your beloved horse manure. They're going to um, try and steal your turd. And uh, and it's also, um, you, you know, the, the stuff that you put on the pedestal will occasionally get polished. So I, I, you can actually polish a turd in the game. Uh, you, you put it on display and it gets randomly polished and, and it's increasing in value. Um, so it, it's funny. I mentioned this on on Reddit and uh, and one Redditor uh, mentioned said that uh, replied that he left a turd on display the entire game. And by the end, it was worth over a million dollars. <laughs> That's amazing. That just reminds me of the, the turd they had on display in the uh, one of the episodes of Die. I don't know why, but they had this episode where they went to kind of like a medieval slash modern uh mall and they were buying like weapons and armor and then for some reason a display case had like a golden turd and i was like what the heck is this <laughs> so I, yeah, turds turds and dragon quests i don't know man it's just a it's a long long uh standing uh tradition <laughs> yeah right is there any actual value to the turd could you throw it at a monster or anything i don't remember because i don't i've never like i've had you know I've had the dung in in my inventory, but never actually tried to use it. No, it's so just like a joke crazy. item. Like the only time that it's ever been useful is when they put it into a story beat with Silvando in oh, Dragon yeah. Quest Eleven. That's another thing I mentioned on Reddit. 
because somebody yeah. somebody replied hey you know he mentioned silvando and and you know handing it to the boss and i was like yeah with his bare hand yeah. <laughs> so, so uh what's your uh what did you end up naming your team oh it's it's super inspired get this team pendy there we go that's 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 uh i i you know dug in the well uh yeah you're really very deep for that one against the creative <laughs> trenches for that one uh, oh yeah <laughs> I ended up naming mine uh, Booty Grabbers. No. Um, so now it just says like Booty Grabbers Island and like it's it, 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 every reference that they make in game just gives me a little chuckle. Was, was there any uh, specific treasure that stuck out for you as your favorite or anything that pleasantly surprised you? So the super moves you can do with your various monsters pleasantly surprised me. I really like that game mechanic because there's a lot, a lot of different monsters that you can use to pull off a variety of different moves. So that was a lot of fun. That was a pleasant surprise. And then as far as treasures go, I would say, you know, the character treasures are really nice. Of course, I get to find my favorite characters and there's so many of them over the different games. And they even mm -hmm. include the ones from like the mobile games and the side games and stuff like that. But, you know, any of the treasures that you get that represent moments in the game are by yeah. far the most enjoyable enjoyable for me to get. You know, whether mm -hmm. it be like the three treasure chests the King of Dragon Quest One gives you in the be beginning of the game that's like its mm -hmm. own treasure, or yeah. like the kicked in Alina wall that everybody gets yeah. in the beginning of the game, yeah. or like they have like this very somber moment from Dragon Quest Five, which I won't go yes. too much into detail. Yeah, that, that was oh, wow, yeah. yeah. The the entire fan base that anyone who gets that item, it <laughs> hits you right in the feels. Yes. Um, it's just it's it's all very wonderful. Those are the best. Are like the Dragon Quest like story moments or the mm -hmm. items that represent story moments. Those yeah. are great. It, They're some so of good. it is even like really obscure. Like the carpet uh, that was um, in the dungeon where you where Princess Gwalin was or, or uh, in Dragon. Oh Quest yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> like I, I I wouldn't even have thought of that. Like hey, yeah. I hope they I hope they include that carpet. <laughs> or, or yeah, or like the the door that Ujam, uh, Ujam breaks down in Dragon Quest IV for the for the two sisters in that in that chapter. Like it was like think... okay, that's like random, but that yeah. was a major story beat because that's you know she he was he was helping them out to to win that. So yeah, it's it was all that, but all that stuff the is great. Door itself was not really a character. Oh. No, <laughs> <laughs> or like I was like oh uh, yeah, this is that's funny. Yeah, I don't yeah. I I didn't catch that one, but they they even include some obscure stuff like um. Uh, some other obscure stuff like uh, references to spinoffs. Um, they have Keshi uh, Keshi. They have Keshi yeah. Keshi reference. There's um, tact, uh, of course. Yeah, tact. Yeah. Now I wish they would do a little bit better with uh, naming what spinoff it's from because there there have been a couple uh, of random. Um, I think there was like a slime with glasses or something like that. And I was like, what is that? Oh yeah. It's from? like, it's all like very, slime. a lot of them are very vague. Um, yeah. It's like, I, Hey, we're, then, here's a special heel slime. That's from a mobile game, but we're not going to tell you which one. So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they, they, and then they just kind of drop <clears throat> Dragon Quest spinoffs and just like lump it into a general thing. It's like, okay, yeah, that, that can be a lot. <laughs> or they're, or so. they're super vague with all the Dragon Quest 10 stuff. And I was like, okay. Oh yeah. 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 Even they didn't even name, uh, uh, Lucia. No, they, and like, it's they, I don't know if that if that's the same way in Japan or if it, they're just the localization team decided to be, to be vague about yeah. it here. But why? Because we've had multiple mobile games with 
and Dragon Quest Eleven with Dragon Quest Ten characters in it on the side. So and mm-hmm. they've all been named throughout this whole time through three Yeesh. at least three different games. So like why hide it or be vague now? Like I'm, it's I weird know. to me. Yeah. Unless it's a, or maybe it's a clue that we're getting Dragon Quest Ten, and they 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 they're still deciding what name to go with. But I'm yeah, I'm right. of course that's not that's <laughs> yeah. of course that is not the case at all. But uh, I don't know. Well, that's a yeah, that's another thing. Uh, I wrote a tweet recently um, that had something to do with like uh, the fact that it's it's ironic that the amount of time we've been waiting for Dragon Quest Ten to be localized, we could have all learned Japanese because it's been <laughs> like over ten years. And I'd say it takes probably about that to like really know what you're doing, yeah, you know, and 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 learn if you're really studying Japanese. Yeah, um, you know, some people say they they learn it faster than that. I'm sure, but like to to really be able to converse uh, a little bit more fluently with uh, with native speakers, I think it would take about that. But so uh, big news. Do you want to? You know, I'll I'll leave it to you to discuss the big news that we heard recently. I know we just we just I just saw this uh, today it must be super brand brand news. It was either came out yesterday or today mm-hmm. that uh, the mobile die game uh, is going bond, to right? your hero's bond. Yes, is going to sunset. It's mm-hmm. going to sunset in April 26 of this year. And it's not just the English version or the other languages that are sunsetting, like what happened with stars, uh, which also is a different case because that came later and was on a different server, but the entire game is shutting down. So that's the Japanese part of it too. So that ran for, I want to say a little over two years, I want to say. Oh, wow. That long? Yeah, I think so. And I didn't expect it to really last that long, uh, to be honest with you. I've, it's very, to have a a mobile game based off of die is very niche, uh, even for Dragon Quest. So Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't think it was going to last that long and I'm not surprised that it's, going away they're probably getting rid of that one which i'm guessing is their least uh favorite not least favorite but least um lucrative least lucrative title of their mobile games and replacing it with champions Mm -hmm. uh kind of like yeah that seems to be all right the timing is is too connected and i think yeah they do something the same thing with like quest of the stars and like tact or something like i see no 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 rivals rivals went away uh, and then tact kind of took its place or, gotcha, or gotcha. even the die game. I forget which one came first. But yeah. yeah, it's so now we have, but we in Japan anyways, we still have, they still have, they have stars, they have DQMSL, Dragon Quest Super Monsters Light, they mm-hmm. have Walk, they have Keshi yep. Keshi, they have Tact, uh, which we also have, and they have, now they're going to have champions whenever that rolls into play. So they're yep. still going to be running six gotcha games at the same time which is insane because oh, there is no forget. other franchise out there that's doing that yeah did you mention keshi keshi yes i did oh sorry um yeah oh, that, i got that... you i wasn't gonna forget keshi keshi with the <laughs> keshi keshi fan right next to me yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i did want to mention that we've been seeing some new uh dragon quest merch pop up um i've seen a bunch of posts on uh, on instagram about uh dragon quest tact water um, and it's four different labels, including Zoma, Dragon Lord, Erdrich, and the mascots from the game. Uh, yes, I'm so excited for this one. It, the mascots are Mindini and Magelli, because uh, mm-hmm. you know I'm an avid Tact player. I do one of the podcasts that where we talk about Tact. Yeah. And I, you you sent me a picture of this on Instagram, and I'm like, oh, this is so amazing! It has Dragon Quest Tact on the top, and then the monster or the mascot in the middle, 
and then it has like that little classic Dragon Quest black screen with a little inf some information in it. Uh, mm -hmm. Those are all very popular characters intact, except for the Dragon Lord. He's he's okay, but he's a little weak right now. But Erdrick is like one of the last huge characters that we got that's super mm -hmm. powerful in the game, and so is Zoma because they got they got a blossom, which means uh, it's a, a method of making an older older weaker character stronger, kind of doing an upgrade to them. They mm -hmm. they keep they do that to keep the older older characters fresh, and yeah. That's I, this is something I need to find how to get it myself somehow. I need to find somebody that can buy this for me or import store or something because yeah. I would love to buy these and display these because I'm a super I'm super in attack so I would love to to get these. These are great. Yeah, I think I, I'm I'm not entirely sure, but I think they might be exclusive to Lawson, um, mm. which means you'd have to be near one to get it or in person, um, or you could try maybe uh, Mercari Japan. Yeah, Macari, um, maybe Yahoo Japan, all the, yeah. some of those sites. I may have to um, deal with one of those companies that like will go to a Japanese site and buy it for you. There's a, a, a few that have been recommended yeah. to me in the past that do that. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so, so the uh, the Lawson's Tombla also has uh, they're they're running a uh, promotion right now that they have five variations of slime plushies with the uh, the themes. Of uh, Dragon Quest Three job classes, um, I remember correctly, they've got they've got Erdrick, they've got the soldier, um, the wizard, mage, the cleric, uh, and I think the fighter. Yes, they um, definitely have the fighter. Have a little martial arts suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So th those look real. Those look fun. I, I that, yeah. that's like something I would uh, I'd be more inclined to get. The, with the water, um, I'm not sure if it's actual water. As much as it might be like that uh, Pokari sweat um, sugar water, uh, like that the, the flavor is ramune. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what that is, but <laughs> I've had um, it before at uh, anime cons. It's tasty. Okay, is it is it sugary or sweet? Yeah, yeah, it's a little, it's a little sugary. Mm. Okay, yeah, I can. I, it's probably like one of those like energy type drinks. It's not real pure water, but it's got that sweetness to it. Mm. The other thing that I saw recently that I'm not sure if it's new or not, or if I just recently saw it, is the slime stack pepper shaker. That was pretty fun too. That one um, I haven't seen yet, but that sounds awesome as well. All right, but let's talk champions. Yeah, so with champions, it is a battle royale type game with traditional turn-based fights. You can manually control your character's turn action or auto battle with the traditional Dragon Quest strategies like fight wisely, Go all out, don't use MP, etc. And characters have a tension gauge that they can build up and unleash special attacks. You pick a male or female protagonist and you create a party of three to find your missing father by entering a hero fighting tournament. That's the story anyways. <laughs> uh, it's an open world environment where you can become stronger by collecting treasures, items, and battling monsters and other players, uh, sometimes all at the same time together. Yeah, because I, I saw the gameplay and they're going in there and like you can just you can hunt down monsters and you can hit those guys or you can go after the other characters that are there in the battle royale or like you have situations where like you'll have multiple parties and monsters all fighting together depending on how it you know plays out. It's interesting. Yeah, but uh, they have tournaments to 
they have tournaments that go up to 50 people at once and they split them up by everyone's rank. So if you're a lower ranking individual, you'll be matched with other lower ranking individuals, so on and so forth. I think they have like four or five ranks they said they're going to debut mm-hmm. with. And the fight can go about 15 to 20 minutes because you've got just a battle royale, people battling it out with monsters and each other. And that's what they said. It takes about that that long to find a winner because the last one standing is the one that wins the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Now this is that that's an MMO element, right? Like the the other when you're battling other humans, is that AI controlled or is that other? No, that's other, that's other people. That's other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, battle royale. Like you're just like you're going at each other type of deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's it's developed by uh, Koei Tecmo, who did the. Uh, uh, Dragon Quest Heroes games, so I guess that means there's no Dragon Quest Heroes 3. I remember seeing an interview with the Heroes team where they said, like, we don't really know what we do for a sequel, because we have we did some, you know, some different battle ta- mechanics and some different things in 2, but we don't know where we take 3. So they were kind of like, didn't se- they didn't seem like they were really jonesing to do a third one. So they're I guess they're doing this now. <laughs> hmm. Okay. I mean, but- there's there's uh, there's plenty to do with a third Dragon Quest Heroes 3. They got all these different characters. They still have a bunch of the voice actors. Um, like they could oh, get Silvando. Yeah, there's plenty of characters, but they were talking about more like game mechanics and stuff like that. Like how could we evolve this more as opposed to just like doing another one with different characters? Apparently they just didn't want to like throw together another one and be like, hey, here's more characters. And I guess right. that wasn't good yeah. enough for them. Damn that. I don't know. The second <laughs> one did pretty the second one was all right. I, I thought they changed. Oh, the second up one was great. I, I yeah. loved it. It was more had more RPG elements to it compared to the first one. So I liked like the classes and a bunch of other things. Yeah, that it was more open world game. too. Like, oh yeah, the way everything connected together, the maps and everything, mm-hmm. and then the the battles being seamless. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, back to champions. <laughs> the the two mascot characters appear to be a heel slime with a fighting bandana. Kind of like uh, Ryu from Street Fighter kind of style. And a fight announcer, Drackey, with some very fancy multicolored shades. He's yeah. the cool Drackey. He's got yeah, a, I think he, he's got he a little awesome. microphone and he's got an yep. announcer voice. He's and he's he's chilling out there with his rainbow shades. Let's yeah. get ready to rumble <laughs> Dragon Quest. Yeah, I'll mention him uh I'll mention him again in a little bit, because uh, that's one of the things that I uh that I liked about this, but, uh, but yeah, well, what did, uh, what do we like about this? So one of the things that, uh, that I noticed is the, there was a a full effect to the zoom flight, uh, where, um, the character was on a boat, casts a zoom spell and launches off the boat and you, you're with the character, the entire flight. And with the, um, the landing, it actually seems player controlled. Like you're, you're shifting to see where, at what point, on the map you're going to land uh, yeah because i had i had auto subtitles on so i got like a gist of what they were saying mm-hmm. and they were talking about like like you'll you'll they'll have that ro- the battle royale they'll set it up and you'll go to the map uh go you know through the boat to get where you're going to battle everybody and then you mm-hmm. can use zoom and you can choose where on the map to start so that's yeah. what that's about yeah that's pretty nice. cool i'd love to see that in future games um i think the last time we saw anything that was even remotely close to that was in your story uh, when the character uh, zooms and you see them like flying in. Oh, and Dragon Quest yeah. Die too, because all the all the mage characters in Dragon Quest Die they use zoom oh, that's to fly right, of fly around, kind of like Dragon Ball Z characters. Yeah, deal. yeah. But it, yes, it will. Uh, this game will take full advantage of all the various Dragon Quest job classes there have been over the years. I noticed in the title screen a character that was clearly part of the Shepherd class, as he even had the little sheep outfit like you would see in Dragon Quest Seven. 
So nice. that was funny. Hmm. Uh, at one point, the character uh, was fighting uh, uh, Bodkin Fletchers, the uh, like the poisonous arrow launchers uh, hmm. in a town, and the character gets poisoned, uh, and he escapes by sprouting angel wings and high jumping over a wall. So I was wondering, was that some sort of Celestrian reference, or I'd be curious to see more about what that what that was? If that was a maybe that's like a Guardian class ability or something. That was interesting. And then uh, we mentioned this before, uh, Draylon, the in-game announcer, sort of looks like a karaoke Drackey. Uh, <laughs> yes. I like I like his look. That's uh, if, if I got anything out of this game, it's, it's, uh, I liked the Drackey look. We'll, we'll see him. Maybe we'll see him in a future Treasures game if we ever get a Treasures sequel. We'll see. Yeah. Or if they just, like, they could do updates and add more Treasures. That would be fun. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, they, could, they could do that. We'll see. I'd love to see some, like, Abel Yusha stuff. Um, you know, I'm not sure if that if we got anything for that, if I know if I just haven't found it yet, but no, I don't think cool. we got it was all just from games. So we didn't get any die stuff. We didn't get any of the mangas stuff. And it was it was all like spinoff games and main games. And it didn't mm -hmm. and didn't do any, any of that other stuff. So oh. what don't we like about this game? Uh, for me, personally, it, it looks to be an equipment gotcha-based game, which I'm not really a fan of. Uh, Stars was that way, and I did play Stars until it closed down, but after having played it, I'm like, eh, that's not really my thing. That's why I didn't play the Die Mobile game, because that's another type of game where like, it's a lot of gotcha with equipment pulling. I prefer pulling characters or monsters like with Dragon Quest Monster Super Light or Tact. That's just yeah. a personal preference for me. Yeah, I think Super Light is probably the best gotcha game and we didn't we only had the uh um the South, southeast asia english translation for a couple of months i definitely hear you on the equipment one thing i remember from quest of the stars is just having multiple copies of the same pants over and over again so um, many pants that yeah that you couldn't do anything with oh it's pants, pants. i think you could More combine pants, pants but it didn't really do much but yeah, so and then just the fact that the game's probably going to be Japan only. Yeah, and and like I remember with Walk, it's near impossible to do anything that you can you can you can play it, but a lot of it's based off of Japanese geography, and so yep. a lot of things you just can't do. Right. And with Kashi Kashi, that's a game that you can easily play in Japanese. This looks like this would be pretty similar in in that. It's, it seems to be pretty simple mechanics, and I don't mm -hmm. think it would take much to, even if you don't know Japanese, to be able to figure out how to play this one. Mm -hmm. um, so <laughs> other things to note, uh, half the time it does look like you're battling human characters, which is kind of weird, uh, because when it's humans, it looks like more like murder than when it's monsters. Murder. <laughs> They're just going around <laughs> slashing other humans with swords. <laughs> It also has a interesting dash mechanic to run from battles in the open world, but you can only do it so much before you get tired, say, unlike in a game like Eleven that had dash. So I would bet that that might be implemented in future Dragon Quest games, unless it's already a mechanic in Ten that I'm not aware of, because I don't know everything about Ten. Hmm. And they're always doing new things with that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm seeing a lot of uh, references in Ten right now to the Guardian class and Celestrians and everything, so has references to Dragon Quest Nine in it. Angels, it's angels, oh my god. <laughs> a reference to one of our previous podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anything else to note about Champions? No, I, I don't think so. That's pretty much all I got from the, the video preview that they had where they had some people playing the game. Okay. Uh, I think we might want to close out uh, 
this episode in a special way, though. All right. Yeah, we'd like to close out the episode with a song written by Queen Slime's Freddie Slurpury called They Are the Champions. They are the champions, my friend. And we'll never get it in the end. They are the champions. They are the champions. No time for English, cause they are the champions of Japan. Japan. (laughs) Uh, That's it for this episode of Slime Time. We're a non-profit podcast. We won't crowdfund or half-inch your hard-earned gold when we can offer you quality content about the game series we know and love for free. If you are a champion of gold and it's just completely burning a hole in your wallet, pouch, bottomless bag, or treasure chest, and you would like to donate anything to a website that's been supporting Dragon Quest fans for over 20 years, stop by the Dragon's Den at woodist.com den and click on support this site. Woodist has owned and maintained the Dragon's Den DQ fan site for decades. He personally edits every YouTube version of our podcast, and he fully appreciates any donations to help keep the servers running. Uh, Dragon's Den website also features an Amazon affiliate link. If you click the link and make a purchase, a small fraction of the sale will go to support the den, and it doesn't cost you anything. To challenge us to a battle royale or advertise for the show, reach out to us at slimetimepodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions or comments for the Dragon Quest Slime Time podcast, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at DQ Slime Time. Consider joining in tons of Dragon Quest discussions at the Dragon's Den forums, one of the few remaining forums still around. Find it from the Dragon's Den main page or at woodis.com slash forums. You can also find me and other rabid Dragon Quest fans through the Dragon Questers, Infinity's Trash, and Dragon Quest Tact global Facebook groups. Uh, or come and hang out with us and tons of other hardcore Drangos fans on the officially unofficial Dragon's Den Discord server. We'd like to thank some of the usual suspects there for our CBT bit, uh, Esoterica, Jay, Joe, uh, Where S. Dark Blossom, and Mythmaker all contributed or inspired us. Yes, thank you guys for that. That was I saw that last night and I was like, oh, I got to use this for the for our bit. It's great. We'd like to thank everyone that made this possible, like Voodoo's, for support of the series in this podcast and keeping the Dragon's Den's lights on for decades. Thanks to Amanda Laprie and the Descends of Verdict for allowing us to use their midi- music for our podcast. Descends of Verdict is a video game tribute band from Austin, Texas. Check them out and their ad- album Advent at www.descendantsofverdict.com or on Twitter at Diaverdric and check out Amanda Laprie streaming on Twitch. Our thanks to Dwayne Bullock, our wonderful graphic artist slash DQ fan for making the awesome artwork cover for this podcast. Dwayne was one of the hosts for the original iteration of the Slime Time podcast. You can check out more of his work at Dwayne Art on Instagram or his website at DwayneBullockArt.BigCartel.com. We even have a Slime Time t-shirt you can buy with artwork by said resident artist Dwayne. See the link for it in the show notes. Please like and subscribe and write a review for the podcast. It really does help. If you are looking for more Dragon Quest Slime Time, check out our earlier episodes on Dragon's Den, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Audible, YouTube, and more. And check out our brothers and sisters in arms over at the Slime Time Side Quest podcast, as well as Tactfully Die. Their latest Woo-hoo. episodes are available now. Bye, everybody. Dragon Quest Slime Time, slamming off. Mm-hmm.